You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Stiles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Stiles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. On today's show, we're going to talk about the Royals beating the St. Louis Cardinals on Monday and the very important game on tap for tonight at Kauffman Stadium. But we start with the Royals beating the Cardinals 4-1. to Carlos Hernandez goes three and two-third innings of four-hit baseball, one run given up, three walks, four strikeouts, only that home run given up for Hernandez, a guy who made the jump straight from the majors to, uh, straight from low A to the majors, I should, I should say. And you got to be impressed with Carlos Hernandez. I mean, he's handled uh, this moment in stride. Of course, he has not been... Uh, some electric pitcher, but he's had some moments in which you look at him and you say that well, there's promise there, there's potential there, there's uh, a place for him. What is that place going to be? I don't think it's a starter. I think that he's he's maybe an opener if you have someone in this rotation, uh, although you feel really good uh, about your future in that rotation, but if you have someone who struggles their first few times through the order, maybe they need the opener. Carlos Hernandez could be a very good opener. I also I also think he could be a very good bullpen arm, of course. I think that anywhere from middle reliever to even uh, a high leverage guy with the with the pitch mix that he has, with the velocity he has, I think that there's a place for Carlos Hernandez on this club. I think that he breaks camp with Kansas City next year, and he just continues to grow with that role. But Carlos Hernandez has been pretty fun to watch this season. I think that he can be someone you look at and, and pencil him in to that bullpen the next time this team is competitive. And then you move on down the line, and Scott Barlow comes in, and he has a nice bounce back. Clean inning of work gets you over to Josh Stomont, who goes two innings of work, two strikeouts, no hits, no runs, no walks, and he gets credited with that pitching win. Jesse Hahn continues to look good, continues to impress. Now, he's someone who's up there in age, so it's unclear if he's really going to be around the next time this team wants to compete. But he's still a good pitcher to watch, and maybe he's someone, if he can keep this going through the end of this year and then have a nice start to next year, you can trade away at the deadline. Greg Holland gets one more save yesterday, gets another save with one strikeout in the ninth inning, and then Whitmere for the plate goes two for four. Mondesi gets a hit, scores a run. Dozier, Perez, Soler all collect the hit. And then Michael Franco goes two for three, including a bases loaded knock in which they walk Soler to get to Franco. I understand walking Soler there because you look at Soler, you know, and here's a guy that can hit the ball to the moon, but he has not been as productive with runners in scoring position. And there's also a good chance with the power hitter that he strikes out. So I, I was, it was interesting to see that they 
intentionally walks Soler to get to Franco, and Franco makes them pay on his way to a two-for-three day. Uh, but that was a really nice to see because, as you know, the Royals, and with, with the bases loaded, have been a, a just abysmal this season. I think that they're, what, three for 19 now with the bases juiced. They've been awful with runs in scoring position, awful with the bases loaded. It has not been good, but Franco makes the Cardinals pay, and that's how Kansas City got that 4-1 to one win last night. And they tried to help out the Brewers even more. Uh, Milwaukee sweeps Kansas City last weekend to get Milwaukee back into the mix, get them back in the playoff conversation. And then the team that's ahead of Milwaukee, the Cardinals, the Royals beat them in game one. That could have set up so nicely for Milwaukee to slide on in to the uh, NL postseason, but instead... Milwaukee lost on Monday, so the Royals could not help out Milwaukee yet again. And as I was saying yesterday, the Royals really control a lot of this NL postseason with their matchup last weekend, getting the Brewers back in it, and then this week with the Cardinals right now. If they if they take three or four from the Cardinals, if they if they even split with the Cardinals, you're looking at, at, at some damage being done to that NL playoff picture. The Cardinals have a must-win game tonight. But I don't think they can get that win tonight. I think that tonight you have a a, a stud on the man. And we'll talk about what all goes into that coming up. Uh, but for Monday, it was a great win. You like to see Montessi get that hit and get on base any way he can. You know, beating out that uh, that ground ball to get on base and score a run there. Merrifield continues to uh, get back on a hot streak. He went through a little mini slump. It was, but now he's on track again, getting a couple hits a game uh, per night. Solaire. Gets back on track after being reinstated from the uh, IL last night. He gets reinstated, gets a hit immediately, and then, of course, the intentional walk to go around him. And then Perez continues to be red hot this season. And we already mentioned Michael Franco, who comes through with a two-for-three evening. But that's how the Royals got the four runs, and that's how the pitching staff held the Cardinals to just one run. The Cardinals' offense has been abysmal. And I think that the Cardinals-Braves postseason series, if it lines up that way, which it would, if the season ends tonight, but we mentioned there's a lot that can change between now and Sunday, uh, especially with the Royals involved with the Cardinals this, this series. Um, if that's how it pans out and it will be Braves-Cardinals, I think that that's a very interesting series because the two teams do the opposite well. So for the Cardinals, they have a fantastic pitching staff that you can really feel comfortable with moving into the postseason. I like a lot of the arms that they have, but their lineup is dreadful. Their lineup is not is not even close to a playoff caliber lineup. For the Braves, I really like the Braves lineup. I really do. But their pitching staff is dreadful. Their pitching staff is not even close to a postseason caliber pitching staff. So, really, who's going to beat who? Are the Braves' bats going to overcome the Cardinals' arms? Or can the Cardinals' arms push them in to the next round? So that would be a very fascinating series because I do think that there is this need to start selling baseball fans right now on next week's postseason series because you simply have too many options. If I wasn't sitting here talking about the Cardinals and Braves, you'd probably just check out of that NL playoff picture. You'd kind of move on. You've got the Chiefs playing. You've got regular NFL playing. You've got college football back. You've gotten the NBA in the postseason. You've gotten the Stanley Cup on right now. You've got golf playing for some reason. You have a lot of different sports on right now, and maybe baseball falters a little bit without the Royals, but there are some interesting matchups to go around, and you know that's just an example of it right here with the Cardinals playing the Royals right now and then their series that could line up with the Braves. But you should keep your eye on the baseball postseason, and we'll continue to talk about the baseball postseason on this podcast uh, all throughout the offseason and into the winter meetings. The only day 
Daily Royals podcast. You can find anywhere on the market, but you do need to find Indeed on the market as well because Indeed is the very best job searching website. With Indeed, you have all the tools you could possibly need. Indeed is the number one job site in the world, and Indeed gives you the best people and they give them to you fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control of payment flexibility over the hiring process. You can hire and pay only for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in the hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each and every month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need fast, just like they have for 3 million businesses. Try Indeed right now. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to post your job and boost your job post, which means you're going to get more qualified candidates fast. Try Indeed for a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash MLB. This is the best offer that's available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash MLB for that free $75 credit to boost your job post. That is Indeed.com slash MLB. Offer valid through September 30th. Terms and conditions do apply. I also want to tell you about our good friends over at RockAuto.com. RockAuto.com is a family-owned business serving you auto parts online for 20 years. That's right, 20 years ago, you probably still had dial-up internet, you couldn't work your email properly, but you could have been buying auto parts online at rockauto.com. There is no point to go to a chain auto parts store because all they're gonna do is look at you, realize you know nothing about cars, type on their little computer, order the part that you need online, and then upcharge you for that part. Skip the upcharge, go to rockauto.com. My favorite part about rockauto.com is that I know nothing about cars, which is surprising. Why is that my favorite part? It's because of their website that's so easy to navigate. I can just put in my make, my motto, my year, and it's only gonna show me car parts that are compatible with my vehicle. That way I'm not wasting any money, and I know that the part I buy will actually work and fit my needs. So go to rockauto.com right now. Tell them Lockdown sent you, and they had you here about this box. Tell them Lockdown sent you, and they'll know what to do from there, rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So I did want to jump back into this Cardinals and Royals series, game two getting set for tonight at 7.05 at Kauffman Stadium. You've got Brady Singer on the bump against Austin Gumber, or however you say the Cardinals pitcher's last name. I apologize to Austin Gumber and the Gumber family. But Brady Singer is on the mound, and that's the most important part of all of this. Brady Singer in his last two starts, 14 innings pitched, 16 strikeouts, three walks, three hits, no runs given up. Brady Singer has been phenomenal in his last two starts. He's been what we've wanted him to be. He has shown you that Cy Young potential. He has shown you that ace potential, and he has a chance again to do it against the Cardinals. And the Cardinals lineup is atrocious. You look up and down that Cardinals lineup, and they have a lot of the same problems Kansas City has with their lineup. They only have one player above a, above a 300 average. They have four players below a 250 batting average in that lineup, and Brady Singer can dominate this game. He has done it before his last two starts. He can do it again against the Cardinals. This lineup provides not really much of a threat to him who has settled in, Brady Singer has, into being a competent major league pitcher and to being an electric major league pitcher. He's settled in, he's found his groove, and he's going to dominate this Cardinals lineup. You can book that down right now. Brady Singer, put it, put it, take it to the house. Brady Singer is going to dominate St. Louis, and the Royals will get at least a split 
with the St. Louis Cardinals after tonight because Brady Singer will power you to a victory. And you would imagine that Kansas City needs Brady Singer to go deep into this game because you'd also you know look at this bullpen and say, look, Josh Stomont went two innings yesterday. You'd imagine that a two-inning day last, last night from Josh Stomont takes him out of contention for being in the bullpen tonight. Greg Holland has been used in back-to-back days. You would imagine he cannot go for a third straight day. So that limits who's available for you. That bullpen has been tested to your top guys are out. You're going to need Singer to go deeper and deeper into this game, and he can do it, especially against this Cardinals lineup. He can do just that. I have Singer winning this game and dominating it again to continue his end-of-the-year hot streak for Kansas City. And then you shift over to the plate, and we mentioned what Merrifield yesterday got two hits, and in his first 600 games as a Royal, what Merrifield has collected 718 hits in his first 600 games as a Royal. George Brett, in his first 600 games as a Royal, collected 716 hits through his first 600 games. Now, this has been something that's been flying around Royals Twitter right now, and, and it's all a buzz, and people are saying how great Whit Merrifield is, and he's really great. I've called him an elite hitter on this podcast forever. I would just caution it and qualify all of this with the fact that George Brett and his first 600 games with the, Roy- with the Royals was 24 years old. With Merrifield is 31 years old. It's a nice accomplishment. It's a nice feat for him. It shows you the production he's had at the plate for Kansas City. But do not correlate this to getting 3,000 hits and to have a Hall of Fame career like George Brett did. Because again, George Brett did this at the age of 24. But Mirafield's doing this at the age of 31. The career just will not, uh, his career just won't have enough time for him to accumulate all of the hits needed to make himself a Hall of Fame baseball player the way George Brett did. And of course, you can even look past that and say, who knows how much longer Whit Mirafield will be in a, in a Royals uniform, period. Although I think that it could be uh, for quite some time. He's kind of in an interesting pathway with him of what you want to do. Do you want to trade him and net back assets, or do you think that you're closer and close enough to maintain him and to win in this window? that you have him under team control for. It'll be interesting, but I would just say it is a great accomplishment with Merrifield as an elite hitter in baseball right now, but it is not in any way tied to George Brett the way that this stat makes it seem to be because the two are just not even comparable in the sense that George Brett was 24 years old and had plenty of time to collect even more hits and to, of course, continue uh, his Hall of Fame career. But it's it's a good accomplishment for Whit Merrifield. That's kind of the most interesting point about this whole Royals lineup is what Merrifield uh, and what Perez is doing. And then, of course, Mondesi's hot streak here at the end of the year. You'd like to see all that continue tonight. But I do think that tonight will be yet another Brady Singer show. So tune in. Watch this Royals team. You only get a couple more chances this year to watch them, and you're going to want to lock in on Brady Singer because I made the prediction that he is going to shove tonight against the St. Louis Cardinals. So follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can also follow this show on Twitter at LockedOnRoyals to get all of your updates just about this show and about the Royals in general. So you can check all of that out on Twitter. Be good and be good to one another. We'll see you next time on Locked On Royals.